Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm Lily. We are so happy that you're here. Here at HBC, we believe that we can dream big because we serve a big God. And it doesn't matter what your past may look like, you still have a bright future. So open up your heart and receive. Today I want to talk to you about a God that will always make a way. How many is thankful that we serve a God that will always make a way? Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, listen carefully. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. How many's ever felt like you've been in the desert? How many's ever felt like that you've been in the wilderness? God promised us that he'll never leave us in that place without meeting us there. I also agree with what Andy said this morning in the fact that nobody ever said there wouldn't be trials and there wouldn't be trouble, there wouldn't be problems. But I promise you, the Bible also says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's why I don't, I, I don't really, to be honest with you, and I hope, um, I hope no one sees me as shallow because of this, but if you do, well, I can't help it because I don't feel like I'm shallow to say I don't worry about what's going on in the world today. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't pray because I do. I've been praying for Israel and I've been praying for God's people, but I also will pray from a place of having victory instead of a place of wanting victory. There's a difference in approaching the battle you're in from a place of knowing that you are serving a God that already said that you win. He said that you're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. He said, greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. He said, I've been young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. I got good news for you today that in life we face challenges. Sometimes those challenges seem insurmountable. However, as believers, somebody say I'm a believer, we find a hope and encouragement and in knowing that God is a way maker. Ooh, he's a way maker. He's a way maker. He's a person that makes a way when it seems to be no way. He specializes in making a way where there seems to be places that you're going to stop, but he says you're going to keep going. He specializes in making a way where it seems like you're going to die, but he said that you shall live. I believe that we can profess the name of Jesus today and know that he is a way maker no matter what. He always makes a way. I want you to remember that the protective hand of God is always in the midst of the difficulty that you're in. Now, I preach a lot better and usually get done quicker the more you amen. I'm going to say that one more time. Remember that the protective hand of God is always in the midst of your difficulty. Do you really believe that? If you believe that, then you'll get up in the morning and you'll say, greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. You don't say, oh, Lord, it's morning. But you say, oh, morning, oh, Lord, hallelujah. It's a good day to be alive. Listen, I'm not saying that every day you get up, you're going to feel good. I'm not saying every day you're going to get up and you're going to feel like whistling on your way to work, but I promise you one thing. If you'll remember that you are a spirit housed in a body, 
possessing a soul, which is your mind, your will, and your intellect, and you take control by the Spirit of God that is in you because I got good news for you. Your flesh may not be perfect, but your spirit has already been made perfect in Him. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How many saved today? The good news is, is in Christ Jesus, you're the righteousness of God. Amen? Romans 8, 28, and we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all, somebody say all, all things to work together as planned for good for those who love God to those who are called according to His plan and purpose. You know what that really says? Now, understand that I'm talking to us at this moment for sure, not just you. But do you know what that says? I'm going to read it one more time, and then I'm going to tell you what I really believe that says. As we know, somebody say, I know, with great confidence. Now, you know how you act when you're confident about something. That God who, deeply, who is deeply concerned about us causes all things. Now, wait a minute. We already know because I've said it over and over. C.H. Spurgeon did a study on the word all in the Bible years ago and he came up with the word all in every, because a lot of times in the Bible different words mean different things according to the situation and that's true. But the word all in the Bible, every time C.H. Spurgeon said every one of them means all. So God who loves you causes all things to work together as a plan, now it doesn't say he plans bad things. It doesn't say that he has got bad things in your future to make you stronger. It doesn't say that he puts sickness on you to make you more faithful. That's not true. That's not scriptural. I've heard that taught, but that's not scriptural. But it says that all things work together as planned for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. You know what I believe that means? We should never have a bad attitude. I got one amen and two come ons. And that's about where it stopped today. I'm going to say that again. If we believe that scripture, all things. Now that means when you are speeding and you get a ticket and you get mad at the police officer. Guess what? That police officer is just doing his job. You were speeding. It's your fault. I've been there. Ain't been there in a long time. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. But you, we get in the bad mood over things that we do. You know what? That police officer may have just saved your life by giving you that ticket because you were doing something wrong. It's all in perspective, folks. And when I read the Word of God, I understand that life is full of unexpected trials and difficulties. But during those times, it's easy to feel trapped and overwhelmed when in fact we ought to be thankful and full of gratitude every second of our life because we can take comfort in knowing that our God is not limited by circumstances. He's not manipulated by people. And just like he made a way through the Red Sea for the Israelites, he'll make a way for you today. Our God is a God of miracles. 
And he can bring breakthroughs in the most challenging situations. Somebody say amen to that. God guides us in times of uncertainty. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in and confidently, there's that word again, confidence. You know what faith is? Faith is confidence that something exists other than what you see, smell, taste, touch, or hear. Because Satan wants to... See, Satan cannot possess a Christian, but as long as we're in this world, he can oppress Christians. If you don't take your space, he will come against you. He'll use people that will let him. He'll use circumstances. He's a manipulator. He manipulated Eve, and he's manipulating today. But the Word says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding or insight or understanding in all your ways know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your paths straight and smooth removing obstacles that block your way see uncertainty brings fear and confusion but I got good news for you today God is with you and he guides you in times of uncertainty somebody say amen about that God is faithful to guide us. He promises to lead us and show us in days that we're lost. You don't have to raise your hand, but in days, even has anybody had a good day now and then the next day you feel like you're lost as a goose in a hailstorm? You just feel like you don't know which way's up. You don't know what to do. You don't know who to trust. You don't know what people's saying. You don't know if you can trust the people that you even love. You know what that is? That's a manipulation of circumstances to oppress your mind. And what oppression is, is he comes against you. Remember, he cannot possess you if you're a child of God. So don't profess that. I felt, I felt, uh, I felt like the devil was in me. Don't do that. Don't even say that. Death and life, Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. Don't give him any tools or authority and your words give him authority to do what you say that's why we should never pray anything but what the Bible says don't ever if you don't know what to pray find it and then pray don't just go in there and just throwing prayers around because you will get into your own intellect and you will pray out of your emotions and when you pray out of your emotions and not in the word of God you will mess yourself up because death and life is in the power of the tongue, no matter if you're using the right words or not. Y'all with me? Do I need to uh, give y'all a cookie to keep you interested at this point or something like that? Don't. I, 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 don't, wanna, I, I don't want to say anything that you're not with me because it's so important to understand that uncertainty brings confusion. And life is, is so full of uncertainties. But God. Psalm 119, 105. Your word. His word. Your word is a lamp to my feet. And a light to my path. See, even when the path ahead seems unclear. Woo. I'm telling you. I've had some unclear paths 
looking at or me looking at some what I felt like was some unclear past the last seven years. I really have. Oh, I've tried to hold it in the middle of the road. And 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 if you're ever on a path that you don't know, don't know what to do, go to the word. Because, you know, nowadays I get in situations, even working around here, because we keep it dark around here. And if you're asking, I get I get asked all the time, why y'all got it so dark in there? Because we don't turn the lights on. I don't know. But I, I find myself turning my flashlight on. And, and you know what? Today, right now, on this, on this stage, with all these bright lights, that's not putting a lot of light out. But you turn all these lights out, and this becomes so valuable to me. Why? Because in the darkest of days... The smallest of light illuminates your path enough so you don't fall into the wrong direction. You might feel weak. You might feel, oh my goodness, I just can't go on. If you can just have enough faith, and I promise you, you do have enough faith because the Bible says that every man have been given a, the measure of faith. You got enough faith. Don't forget where your Bible is. And there's another verse that says, I'm going to hide his word in my heart that I might not sin against him because some days you ain't got your Bible and they ain't letting you have your phone where you can get on that little app. You've got to have it in your word. But if you, in your heart, if you can pull that word out, whether it's get a verse, whether it's get on a devotion, whether it's pull it out of what you read before, the, just a word from the Lord can give you enough light that you won't be confused. You, 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 you can start the journey back to a clear mind with the Word of God. He'll always make a way and guide you because His will is perfect. Somebody say, His will is perfect. We have God's provision in times of need. I'm going to tell you something. Satan loves for us to hear the news that talks about the stock market going down. Loves to hear us um, hear about how the housing market is is you know swaying off or how the the interest is rising. Philippians four nineteen says, "And my God will liberally supply, fill until full your every need." According to not the stock market, according to not the interest rates, not, I want to tell you that right in the middle of a pandemic, our church was able to go completely debt free. We don't owe on this building one red cent. And I'm so thankful for that today. And it isn't because everybody was so excited about the economy. It's because we believe that death and life is in the power of the tongue. And for years we've been saying we're a debt-free church. According to His riches. The Bible tells us that our Heavenly Father knows our need even before we ask. Should you ask? Absolutely. Ask and keep on asking is what the Amplified Version says. Knock and keep on knocking. Seek and keep on seeking. When we find ourselves in lack or facing financial struggles, oh, it's tempting to worry. 
because it's natural. Or oh, it's just, you know, you hear people, it's just natural to worry. Say it with me. I am a spirit. I live in a body. And you know what that means? You're a spirit being. You're not a natural being. Oh, you were born to a natural father and mother. But when you were born again by the blood of Jesus, spiritually you became the, the righteous heir of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob with every right spiritually. And I got news for you. When you die, your body will have to be dealt with by the people that love you and are left behind. But your spirit, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians, to be absent from this life is to be present with God. Just understand that we always need to remember that God is our source. Just like he fed the Israelites manna when they were in the wilderness. He will supply your need. And the Bible says in the book of Psalm, if you delight yourself in him, he will give you the desire of your heart. Now, it's really important to say right there that that means you are focusing on him more than you're focusing on anything else. Lastly today, have you, ever felt, have you ever felt broken? Have you ever felt like you can't just get back to where you once were? I've been told by people that have had, uh, whether you call it backslidden or stepped out of their, the place they were so close to God, I've heard people say, I just don't feel like I can get back there. Of course, Satan don't want you to feel like you can do anything. That's why we don't go on feelings. But I got good news for you. God is. Somebody say with me. God is. He is restoration and He is redemption in the times of brokenness. If you got your Bible, if you don't have this marked, I wish you'd mark it in your Bible or bookmark it on your phone, whatever. But this is one of the most powerful scriptures. If you ever find yourself in a place of brokenness, you ever find yourself in a place that you just don't know that you can ever get back to where you once was, Joel 2.25 It says, And I will compensate you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten. The creeping locust, the, the stripping locust, and the gnawing locust. My great army which I sent among you, you will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wonderfully with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. And you shall know without a doubt that I am in the midst of Israel to protect and bless you, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people will never be put to shame. Listen, life can sometimes leave us wounded and totally feeling broken we may have failed we may have disappointed we may have messed up relationships but my God is a God of restoration and redemption he specializes in turning our mourning into dancing 
He exchanges our beauty for the ashes that we have found ourselves. I love this verse in Isaiah 61, verse 3. It says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Here's what I envision. A lot of times I'll, I'll read the Bible and I'll, I'll just get this vision of things and I'll see things in a, in a literal sense. And I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's the way he really meant, but for me it, it helps me remember when I see... When it says, he'll give me beauty for ashes. Listen, in my life, I've done some stuff and I have lived in times that I've burnt stuff up. And I know that this was a little different in the fact, I know this is a, a form of worship and, and they sit down in the ashes, but I, I just envision myself how I've just burnt bridges. And I've messed up relationships or I've, I've done something or said something that have left a wreckage in my past. But I have also lived long enough that I've seen God restore those burnt bridges. I've seen Him make me look back on that wreckage of past and, and, and know that He is restored and redeemed. Not only relationships, but He's redeemed my heart because sometimes man people treat us in ways that we just want to poke them in the eye to be nice we just want to we want to get revenge we want to do something because we feel we feel we feel with our emotions listen I am a spirit, I live in a body and I possess a mind my, or my soul. My soul is my mind, my will, my intellect, my emotions. When I, when I stay centered on the Lord, He will take me out of what I've messed up and what I've burned up and all the ashes and He will restore to me. And then it goes on, He said He will give you the oil of joy for mourning. Man, mourning is not something... I've learned over the last seven years that grief is to be walked through, not allowed to become a part of your spirit. Grief is a spirit. You may be grieving a person, you may be grieving a job, you may be grieving something totally different, but grief can be a spirit that will set down on you and keep you stuck longer than you need to stay. So understand that God is a God that also will put a garment on you that will protect you. But it says that it's a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So in other words, today, if you walked in here and you felt broken and you felt unredeemable and you feel ashamed or you feel any of those things, you feel hard. Some people go through all the emotions and end up with a hardness around them and nobody can get close to you. I got good news for you to do today. If you will do what I'm telling you, if you will praise him, if you will give him honor, if you will muster up enough strength to just say, God, you don't have to praise like everybody else. You probably saw me jumping up and down. You don't have to jump up and down. It's not a, it's not a, a thing that you have to do outwardly. 
With me, it's so full on the inside, it comes out sometimes like that. But it doesn't have to be done any other way other than just getting your spirit in line. And what that produces is freedom that will ripple out through your whole life. It'll, it'll make your marriage better. It'll make the relationship with your kids better. Listen, no matter how broken you may feel, God has the power to heal. He has the power to restore. And He has the power to make things new. He'll make a way to bring hope. He'll make a way to bring restoration. And He'll redeem your life. I hear people going to stores. Or I see it on the internet a lot they'll put these redeemable coupons redeemable at the store you're redeemable you're redeemable and you're redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ thank you Jesus Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday night chapels at 6.30. We would love for you all to stay connected, so go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So, so join, join the fam! fam.